Finally, it is Aldridge. He's done it. Uh, up comes Castellanos. He lays out and makes the catch. Kyle Schwarber tees off. Fastball hit to left. He is long gone. The slam is wide. It is Bedlam at the base. Castellanos coming on. Castellanos gets it, and the Phillies have the National League Championship. Hey guys, welcome to Brawl Street to Britain with me, Dave Shaw. And, well, not Alex Carr today. Alex will be back at the weekend, but I am joined by a very special guest. And I am, I'm honoured to have this man on here. It is John Foley at 2008 Phils. John, buddy, thank you for coming on. I haven't seen you since June. It's amazing to have you on. And how are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. Just fresh back from Clearwater. Uh, wish I was still there. <laughs> <laughs> how, how how was that man how, like it it looks every time i look i like i wish i'm there i wish i'm there the sun is shining it looks hot not just warm hot looks summer there already the the bats are cracking it, it just looks incredible there's nothing else like it um for a phillies fan baseball baseball fan more generally um i can't recommend it enough to get down there in the sunshine i mean it's 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 just perfect if, if you're like me you're you're in the northeast states um just to get down there for the sunshine if nothing else and then meanwhile you can go to these phillies games went to three games last week uh seats are reasonably priced everybody's laid back everybody's just having a blast you know just thousands of thousands of people in in vacation mode and in the best mood ever at the same time that's it's hard to keep. We saw you there front row behind Trey Turner for his uh, his first hit with the Phils. Yeah, man, it was nuts. Uh, making my uh, my national TV debut there. <laughs> uh, caught caught a lot of jokes from from the group text about sweating through sweating through my shirt and whatnot. <laughs> that sun is beating down, but and, great time. And now you're back to reality on the uh, on the uh, east northeast coast, right? Back to the back to the, the cold. It looks pretty cold up there at the moment. Yeah, I got in at like one in the morning, freezing uh, back there. But you know, can't can't hide from the real world forever. I guess. Let's talk about the experience in Clearwater for those who who haven't been. Uh, it's on my bucket list, absolutely. Opening day has now been ticked off this year, so next year, fingers crossed, I do want to get to Clearwater and, and get down there. You were you've seen the new rules in action. There's been a lot of talk over the new rules at the moment. What are your thoughts on it being there? Is it because do you see the pitch clock when you're there? Because obviously we have the graphic on the TV screens. Um, it's it's getting used to. I'd, personally, I'd rather they didn't have the graphic on the TV screens. I'd rather just not know the rules there. To be honest with you, um, but being at the game, what is it? What is it like? Does it feel more sped up? It absolutely feels different. You can really feel the the pace of play increased. Um, the clocks are visible. You can you can see in two different locations. Um, one, I guess, more for, for the pitcher's visibility, and then in the outfield, uh, you can see it there as well. You know, um, and I get I get what they're trying to do. I understand it. Um, you know, I, I, I'm on record as not being a fan of the pitch clock, but I I think I am in the minority from the reaction I've seen. Um, people seem to to enjoy the shorter games. Um, you know, and it's, it's definitely it's definitely a faster pace i mean you feel it um one pitch goes in pitch comes right back that clock's ticking uh and everybody's moving forward so i see the benefits me personally 
I feel like the more baseball, the better. Um, yeah. Pace of play, not an issue for me. Uh, you want time to go get trainings, get food. I mean, if you're if you're a big Twitter person, I know that's become <laughs> personally that's become a, a big part of my Phillies enjoying experience. Um, gives you time to to tweet in between pitches and just you know just BS with people. I hate it, buddy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it'll be an adjustment for all of us, I guess. Yeah, I was today even even in spring so far. You're like you're tweeting about the home run just gone or a big moment for for say Painter, and before you know it half inning you're already half an inning behind you know you're playing catch up straight away exactly and yeah i think the biggest thing being at the game was just you ever get a hot dog instead of missing a couple outs you might miss a couple innings (laughs) so oh yeah especially at ashburn alley the crowd's down there this year yeah yeah it's gonna be so we'll see how it goes i i kind of want them for the playoffs just to scrap all these rules and then just go back because i think the playoffs will be heavily impacted the most and i I love the playoffs because let, let them pitch when they want. Let let the pressure build up. Let the moments build up. I don't like this bang, 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 shotgun plays. It's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, a lot of people have compared like the Harper home run if it had been sped up. And I don't, yeah, let the pressure build out. Let the moment play out. I don't like absolutely. it. So I, I'd rather absolutely. they kept it away from the playoffs like they do with the man on second rule. I know they scrapped that and hopefully they'll scrap right. for the playoffs. I'm not too sure what the plan is, but um, the games will be shorter. I think two, two hours, 35 minutes is the average so far for the fields, which at nighttime, when you're watching at 2 a.m., it, <laughs> it, uh, it has that benefit that I'll get an earlier yeah, yeah. night. But overall, I'm not a big fan. And I like watching the game. I like, I like spending, you know, stupid hours in the morning just watching and, and the right. early games as well kicking back having beer having dinner and like you said at the game you want to during between innings you want to go and get get your food drink come back right. and know you've only missed maybe one out or you know a few a few ab's that's it but you're right we could miss a whole a whole inning for yeah. these, and these these new rules you know, and maybe people are are busier. They have more of a life than I do. But for me, I'm waiting for the game. That's that's where I want to be. That's where I want yeah. to be going on. I, I don't want that to end quickly. But yeah, hopefully, at least for the playoffs, maybe they'll, they'll tweak it. Like you said, you you think of playoff baseball. You think of the tension building. You think of you know the camera shots and the pitcher, the batter. Everyone's ready. You see them. You can sort of see them going through their the thought process and if we lose that and then the nightmare scenario is if you have a game playoffs even regular season if you have a game in the way that boston game ended the other day oh boy you know yeah. kind of funny in spring training but ah can, can you can you imagine if, if it's for the fills in a bit like in a met series or a brave series and we, we lost on a result like that, that I, it's wow yeah that's that's not going to go down well and yeah, the the problem is in these later innings, if it's a close game, the pitcher will naturally slow down, especially if he's in a slump. He's going to naturally yeah. want to slow things down. He's, I, I think we're going to see a lot of errors from pitchers this year, especially late in innings. The bullpen guys, I think, have got it harder because they're coming yeah. out the pen and they've got to be straight on it and they haven't got time yeah. to recover. If they've had a first free pitch, say, out the pen, a bad free ball, can't slow it down and like regroup. They've got to keep going and try and get that strike. It's it's a really different element. I know Zach Wheeler came out yesterday and said he didn't like it. I don't, I'm, yeah, I'm not an overall fan of it, but people are, like you said, we, I did, I did the poll and 
the majority said yes, they do, they do like it. Not speaking yeah. up, fair enough, fair enough. If people like it, you know, yeah. MLB have got to grow the game, and if they feel this is a way of doing it, we'll we'll see how it works. What was your uh, what was your highlights in clear in Clearwater? Who obviously Turner impressed, Alec Bohm, Castellanos got a few hits and home runs, but who sort of bench players and pitchers who may not get the main the main spotlight? Who who impressed you sneakily? Yeah, so I mean, first of all, I do have to say that watching Trey Turner was was amazing. I mean, yeah. you got the feel already that 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 he's been there for a while. That he's just all you're sort of expecting him already. I'm expecting him every time he comes up to to bat. And I know he just he got off to a really hard hot start, but I'm expecting him to get on base, expecting him to wreak havoc. Um, but like you said, that kind of goes without saying. Uh, I would say somebody a little more under the radar, though, though he did get some attention, is uh, uh, Carlos de la Cruz, uh, yeah, yeah. big man, 6'8". I don't know if it translated the same uh, on TV, but in person, that is a large He's a giant. Dude. He's a giant. 6'8 <laughs> is, you know, you're not, you're not used to seeing that out of a player at the bat. At that. And, uh, and yeah, and he, he's got the power that goes along with it. You know, you saw him hit, hit, uh, hit one out to almost dead center field. Crushed it, didn't he? Absolutely crushed it. Absolutely crushed it. And he had, they had a play falling into the stands. Uh, he, he made a new fan out of me uh, pretty much instantly. I hadn't known much about him um, before heading down there. So, so he, he's definitely somebody to watch, especially with, you know, the, the Reese Hoskins situation up in the air next year. Yeah, true. Yep. Yeah. We'll, um, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that shortly. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I, I, that's what I love about spring. It's like players that you don't know relatively much about. And then you see these guys and it gives you guys to root for in the minors as well. You're like, oh, he was good in spring. Let's see how he's getting on in, in the minors. And you can follow these players coming up. Uh, the two Wilsons as well. <laughs> they really. Yes. Yes. They really <laughs> I mean, running. Yeah, it sure has. Um, but yeah, uh, De, La, De La Cruz, you know, you see him, not only did he make, make that quick defensive play, he hit the home run. One thing uh, that instantly makes him one of my favorite players is I just saw him hanging out after the game ended. He was one of the a few players that just stuck around forever signing all the grass for kids. And, uh, you know, it just, yeah, it just seems, from what I can tell, to be a really good guy. And, you know, maybe a future fan favorite someday. Knows, that's what it's all about. Excited. As well as it's spring. All I, about. I, yeah, I love I love seeing that stuff, especially for the kids as well. You know, getting to mm. hang out, get a picture or an autograph of these of these boys who, like you said, could be could be a Phil's player in the future. You know, we've yeah. people say the farm system isn't strong. I, maybe in depth isn't too strong, but I think the prospects we do have there are, are pretty damn good from from what I've seen. Yeah. And I, I don't think it's as bad, really as bad as people make out. Uh, we got to see, talking of prospects, we got to see Painter today. Uh, did, you, did, you, did you catch his two innings? I did. I, I, thought, I thought, you know, I thought he looked really good. And, you know, yeah. I you know they got some hard contact off of him, uh, scored a run. You know, I, I don't think the results at this stage are as important as just how he looks on the mound and how Absolutely. his stuff looks and where his velocity is. And, you know, judging from all that, looks pretty good. 99. 98. Pretty good. 99. I, yeah. I mean, I don't want to get my hopes up too high. I've been hurt. I've been hurt before, Dave. <laughs> well, yes, yes. And, uh, <laughs> and, you know, a slew of other guys. So I'm trying to manage expectations. But it's hard because he looks great. Another huge guy, 6'7". Yeah, he's, I, mean, I didn't realize until I actually saw him out today on the mound that whoo, he's a, he's yeah. a big – it reminded me of Gibson a little bit with his, with, his, with his frame. Um, I think the thing to remember is as well, one, he's young. Two, 
he's vying for a fifth spot starter. You know, he's, he's not going to be straight away front end rotation. You're going to expect mistakes out of him. You're going to expect some runs against him. Um, but you're also going to expect flashes of, of greatness. And we've sort of got that, all that in two innings today. And by the way, he was against mm-hmm. some good players. He was against the top of the Twins lineup. Correa struck out Kepler uh, with nasty stuff, by the way, to get out Kepler. Uh, he got himself out of a bit of a jam. And mm-hmm. I thought he gave us a, a, a good pitch. You know, again, the Twins off top of the lineup was good. It's pretty much as good as they're going to get for the season. So it was a good test for uh, for Painter. Again, yeah, he's going for that fifth spot. So it this. You know, for a fifth place, for a fifth spot, I think he looks really good. You know, considering we've had Vince Velasquez, Matt Moore, right. and, and <laughs> in the past, you know, to have to have Walker for you know Falter, Painter four, five, and six. That's that's a far big upgrade than what we're used to. It's so a it's beautiful situation. Yeah, it's it's the, exactly the type of situation you want to bring a young guy into. You're not relying on you know he's not walking on a really bad Phillies team and. And just, you know, everybody's looking at him to be like a new ace right off the bat and, and sort of carry the team. You know, not, not too much pressure. You're, we're talking about a number five here. Uh, put up some reasonable numbers and, you know, and we'll we'll get excited about the upside, whether it's this season or, or you know, as he gains some experience. It's a, it's a perfect spot. So, uh, you know, room for him, just like everybody else. Yeah, Exciting. absolutely. I, I, I think he... For me, he has to make the rotation at the start. I don't see the point in wasting innings in the minors. If, if he's ready, he's ready. You know, yeah, for me, he's yeah. got to go in. Yeah, I mean, after they get a good look at him, you know, I imagine coaches will know better than me. But I, I, I hope it's, I hope it's him that that takes the job. And I, I think he has a real shot, or, or you know, they wouldn't have uh, put him in this position. So, you know, if he's if he's not quite ready, if they make that judgment, you know, again, we're, like you said, we're talking about the number five spot. Um, you've got Walter there. You've got a couple of other guys in the mix. So, yeah, possibly plus right. who, who again looked good today. Actually, he's mm-hmm. he's having a nice spring. I've liked what I've seen from him. Uh, we saw Strom today, uh, who has some nice stuff again, allowed a run. But again, pitches for those who are watching and listening who don't follow baseball regularly and maybe new to spring training. The pitchers are trying out the different stuff. Like Wheeler was yeah. yesterday with yeah. this new slurve. Uh, yeah, they're, yeah. they're trying more <laughs> their secondary and, and third pitches new pitches, uh, sort of staying away from their main stuff because they, they know their main stuff. They know it's good. They'll dial it in a few times. But I, I've been encouraged saying that. And I, I know it's spring training. I know, guys, I'm not getting ahead of myself too much. The fields are fun right, to watch right. right now. That that has carried on from last yeah. year. They look – they're having fun. Like, it feels like different – different. Um, this feels different to other spring trainings where – they haven't. They're a little relaxed. They look like again. The chemistry is, is followed on from last year. They look like they want to be together all the time. They they're playing. They're, they're having fun out there together. They're mashing the ball. You know they really are. They're they're, they're ten home runs now, including the two today already. Uh, with Derek Hall mashing uh, the home the home run just gone. Uh, Thirty eight RBIs. They're the second most in uh, home runs in MLB at the moment. The third best in. Um, RBIs, it's good. It's just, it's fun stats. I know it doesn't mean anything, but it's encouraging that the fills are just relaxed and mashing the ball right now. It's it's great. I mean, you and you really can feel it, like the atmosphere in Clearwater. I mean, it's always a great atmosphere. I've been down there in other years where optimism wasn't quite as high. Uh, but this year in particular, it's it's just a party. And uh, I, <clears throat> young people like yourself, the, the, vibes, the vibes are immaculate, I think is what you all said. that's i mean that's a a great description but everybody just seems loose everybody's having a great time uh and yeah yeah hitting the ball well 
it's uh, it's good to see, and ho- hopefully it carries over right into the regular season and throughout the year. Absolutely, you know, Alec Bone looks like he's he's had a bit more pop. He's certainly had some muscle. What 10, 10 pound of muscle in? Yeah, I've seen that's, that's <laughs> good going. I don't, that's incredible. He, really, he definitely looked bigger to me. I don't know about. I saw some reports that said fifteen pound of muscle, and short off season that seems tough to do. But, but he does. See, he I, does look I, a little I, bigger. Yeah, he does. <laughs> He's lift, lifting the ball well. I, I think the 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 ban of the shift is definitely going to help us this year. Castellanos has started nicely. He's adjusted his swing. Uh, yet to see Reese, um, but I think Reese comes back after this current little mini road trip they're on at the moment. Um, this uh, the the pitches, the bullpen looks nice. You know, it looks it looks all the players are looking dialed in. You know, there, there's no problems. Spring. I just want to get this spring healthy free the main thing that that's the main thing yeah, I'm, yeah that's I'm, probably nervous. I'm nervous about the classic coming up i'm not gonna lie it's exciting gb are there amazing i, I mm-hmm. can't wait to see gb just represented because it's a big big thing for baseball in this country uh but on the field side of it just just bring it like thompson said just bring them home healthy yeah, please just bring like, them back, back can, healthy. can you imagine jt <laughs> getting injured on a, a a ball to the knuckle or to the knee and just that's it. He misses. Uh, I, can't, I can't. Please don't even put that thought in my head. I know. <laughs> I know. It, it, it uh, does no. make me a little nervous. I'm not going to lie, especially <laughs> as we have so many big players out there as well. And it's great they're out there and it's great they're all taking it serious. It's great for the competition. Uh, we're going to see, for us in the UK, we're going to see a lot of them against us as well, playing for Canada and and, um, and Israel and, and USA, being our group. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah, um, I, I, I agree. It's going to be great for the game. Just you know, keep your keep your body armor on, your your oven mitts, just whatever you need. Just, bubble uh, bubble wrap these guys. Uh, I don't know. Just just come back safe. I'm very Have interested fun. in what the standard is going to be like because obviously the players in the back of their mind the whole time will know. Hang on, the season starts in a couple of weeks. We cannot get injured, but at the same time, they want to do well for the country. They want to represent the country and play hard. It's as a player, it's it's an interesting balance, isn't it? Yeah, they're in a tough spot. I, you know, I would imagine that it, they they're not really going to be able to get to go out there and the, with, with the mindset of, of just trying to stay safe and not get hurt. I think they just, my guess is they're probably going to go out there and play how they play. Yeah, and just sort of hope for the best because uh, you know how else can you really go about it? Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, GB USA is the is the first game. It's the first game for us in what a. <laughs> first, first ever, first ever game in the uh, in, a, in a world classic, and uh, yeah, it's it's a big, big moment for the UK. Uh, as was seeing Gabriel Rincones. Uh, regular fans of the show will know UK's very own Gabriel Rincones, drafted <laughs> in last year's draft. Uh, made uh, well first ever appearance, uh, grounded out to third. Couple of walks as well. Hasn't. I'm hoping he plays today. He's not in at the moment. He may uh, may feature, but. Encouraging signs, and uh, you know, I, I know it's just three plate appearances, four plate appearances, but it does uh, it does give us a sense of pride over here to see a, a British-born player, Scotland, um, representing the fields in the in the in the pinstripes. And I'm hoping for, we've all got our fingers crossed that he has a great minor league campaign and, and works his way up 
And eventually, oh, wouldn't it be special to see him <laughs> at Citizens Bank Park? I tell you, the day he makes his debut, I'm going to be there. because It'll be really over. Fun. That's perfect. Such a proud moment. But where? Have the flag out. The flag out. Yeah, yeah. We'll get the, we'll get the uh, baseball Scotland guys down as well. And we'll we'll make, because it will be a very, very proud moment. But well, a long way, a long way. No pressure, Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no pressure. Just, you know, just, just the, the entire, entire nation has a size on you. But... No pressure. <laughs> there, there really is. They're, they're, and um, also, as you know, regular since the podcast, Scott Kingry watch. Uh, he's got two hits today, guys. He's got two hits and a walk uh, today. You know, the talent's there somewhere. We we saw it at one point before things kind of went off the rails. Yeah. Somewhere in there. And yeah, read, read that he's got a lot, lot more confidence now, um, has made some adjustments and whatnot. Uh, if he can get back to, to where he was when we saw him at his best, that's. That's a that's a heck of a backup center fielder. And backup, you know, he's so versatile. He can back up in a number man. of positions. Utility man, bring some speed in as a as a pinch runner. So, yeah, he's he's definitely a guy oh, to uh, we, check we, out. We, in we are, I think this is it. Is it do make or break for Scotty? Because I think uh, his option, his contract is the end of this year, which the Phils could yeah. just pick up or not. So this is this is it for Scotty and Scotty. Oh, we've said it. <laughs> podcast. We're still rooting for you, buddy. Rooting for you, okay. Keep going, buddy. Um, right. Yesterday, four years ago, John, where mm. were you when the news broke? Harper to the Phillies. What a, yeah. what, what a moment. Where were you, John? At home, probably, probably on my phone, probably watching the uh, <laughs> watching because I, I remember the time. It was just like everybody else, just obsessively refreshing for any news about what's going on. People are tracking John Middleton's jet. Coming up with insane theories about who's going where and who's having conversations, who's who knows what, and uh, and, and then it finally happened. Which you know, as, as a Phillies fan, you, you root for these things. You hope. Uh, for these big signings, and for so many years, it never quite happened. And now, yeah, the, the Harper signing—it uh, just—it it just changed the change the direction of this franchise. And what a bargain that deal is looking like right now. I was, right? Uh, I was just gonna say, at the time, everyone was like, "Oh my god, this deal is ridiculous." Yeah, he'll be, yeah. He'll be in a walking frame by the time he's he's finished. <laughs> he's gonna get paid out. Uh, and now, when you see the deals that have been since then, and already what he's given to this ball club is is money well spent. You know, it, it's a great. It's not. It's a great deal. It's not good. It's not. It's not a right deal. It's a great deal now. Great already deal. what he's done. Coming back off the IL, um, well, hopefully, hopefully June, July, that keeps moving. But yeah, you see, look at Machado. Like we could, I could have been us. It that could have been us. If he really, if he held firm on a on a, an opt out, a player opt out, it, I'm sure he would have gotten it. Maybe not even from the Phillies, maybe from somebody else. But uh, from what I remember, it, he he didn't want it. He wanted to have the certainty: this is where I'm going to be. He wanted the signal to, you know, he's he's always out there being sort of a recruiter. Um, you know, he's able to say, "Look, I'm going to be here." Throughout the length of this contract, um, yeah, yep. So it's a great thing that he did, and you know, he, he sacrificed a, a lot of money. He's doing very well for himself. He's still, <laughs> he's still okay. Yeah. But yeah, you can see from the Machado contract, he left a lot of money on the table to do that. So you know, you talk about um, ways to become an instant fan favorite. Besides, you know, bedlam at the bank and whatnot <laughs> in the MVP season. Still goosebumps. Um, 
<laughs> Still goosebumps. You were playing just when you played the intro. I did just chills. Those are the moments we've been missing for so long, right? And, uh, and they're back. Like, the, you know, you, you get these other teams that so often play their their glory moments like that. And I always thought before postseason just gone, and I've always thought, damn, what, what have we got? As goes back to 2008, you know, <laughs> what, the, the Vince Velasquez outfield throw to right. twin pitching. Like, that's. And so we've pretty yeah. much had Listen. it, and October comes, and just memory after memory, moment after moment, you know, it was just just so, so I love going back to, to October, I really do. And, and, and just in time, you know, those 2008 videos that I put up all the time, they were getting a little, you know, there's getting a little wear and tear on those videos. <laughs> they were starting to look a little grainy, a little dated. Uh, so it's, it's, it's great that, um, that, that we've got some new memories now. Hopefully we'll make even more this year. How many games did you go to in, in October? Uh, so I was supposed to go to a few, and then unfortunately I, I got COVID, which is the oh, worst no. possible thing. I think I'd missed the I missed the swing of his life. I <laughs> oh, no. uh, would have been at that game. I did get to go to the World Series, and then unfortunately I didn't go to game three where it's just a big party. And, yeah, the, uh, yeah. I, that's the I, game. I, didn't want it. I thought it was over yeah. after that. You couldn't have told me they were going to, they were up 2 1. They looked amazing in that game. Everyone's having a blast. I go to game four. Oh, the no hitter. I mean, I guess I got to see some history in a way, not the history. And some true Philadelphia sports suffering right there. Right? Yeah, it was a true, it was a true Philadelphia moment. It's like, ah, now I remember this feeling. Of <laughs> yeah. course, of course, this is what happens. But, uh, but you know, it was an amazing atmosphere. Got to be there. It was something, and you know, just like the team, just like every other fan, uh, let's get back there again and, and uh, try to finish it off this time. Yeah, and I, I don't think that's it for the Phils, by the way. I, I I get the sense from these players and the management, the coaching, but the, the, the whole organization that they're that they want to get there again. You know, mm -hmm. there is no World Series hangover right here. There is the hunger is there. You know, Schwarber saying that. You know, dancing on my own is a second place song. Second place it's song, leaving in the past, yeah. It's time to to get back at it straight away. Like th these guys are are hungry, and I think they feel it's unfinished business because, it, for me, I've said before in the other podcast that they 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 burnt out. There was nothing left. They did give it everything, and I could not yeah. be prouder. I was gutted, yeah, absolutely got it gutted. But I got over it quickly for the fact that. These guys gave us one of those, all of the Phil sports fans one of the best Octobers of our lives. Like it was incredible. The fun yeah. Twitter was in one big unison bubble. Like, How fun was that? How harmony, was that? No, harmony on Twitter. It was incredible. <laughs> Everybody's happy. Nobody's yelling at each other. Yeah, You're right. being there for for the Brave series was just the time of my life. Unbelievable. The the Reese home run will forever stick with me as JT would. Oh, uh, even the, the Harper home run, the Marsh home run, you know, the, 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 every moment I remember living at the atmosphere, getting goosebumps when JT rounded third and everybody was just going crazy for the inside to Parker memories that I'll never forget, you know, and I think yeah, the Bills yeah. will, will, will carry that with them into this Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Yeah, I hope, no hope they keep riding them out that momentum. You know, it, it was definitely one of those special seasons. We'll remember it forever. Um, you know, uh, just like the, just like the other teams that fell a little short, 93, the difference is, yeah, 93 was sort of lightning, lightning in a bottle, whereas this team, you really feel like there's no reason they can't get right back there. Of course, you need some breaks. You need to get lucky. You need people to stay healthy. 
Yeah. But yeah. that's true for every team. And, you know, coming in the season here, you know, checking things out in the spring, there's no reason why they can't. They sure can. Absolutely. Not, you don't know if they will, but they absolutely can. And that's a, that's a fun feeling. In spring, it, it really is, and even seeing all our players in like these MLB lists, mm-hmm. like network lists, top tens and top one hundreds, and just seeing yes. so many of our guys, our guys, our guys, our guys. you know, our guys. Guys. Who got their ever franchise in MLB history. Hey, look at us with six players in the top one hundred. Look at us with some prospects breaking through the best in baseball. You know, this this is just the start. You know, they're building that massive complex in Clearwater, the lab, as they call it. It's just from top to bottom, they've restructured in just two years, you know, and it, it's exciting. It it's really wild. is exciting. This is, I mean, these are these are the times that we that we live for as, as Phillies fans, right? Right. Um, right. You know, this is uh, enjoy your wild last because things can go downhill too. So, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always that side <laughs> of me of like, am I getting too far out of myself? Because uh, Philly sports always gets bites you somehow. Yeah. Uh, talking talking about riding a wave yourself, your account. You're you're one of the the few Twitter accounts that I have the notifications on for. There's probably the Phils, Alex Coffey, yourself, Fritz, uh, and and Piconi and Phillies Muse. I think that's about it. Um, if you don't follow, by the way, at 2008 Phils, what are you doing? Where are you? I'm pretty sure you all do. You know this guy, what, 22 and a half thousand, 23 and a half thousand followers. Yeah. Numbers, the numbers are pumping out there. You know, a World Series run will, will help. And uh, you know, it was it was fun. I see all all the all the accounts you just mentioned. Uh, first of all, it's it's an honor to be just meshed in with that group. There's so many talented folks on the Bird app doing their thing. It really all is. those names, countless others. It's just it's a really fun community, and I just try to uh, you know I just try to contribute where I can. You know, try to add some some goofball stuff here and there. What can I add to the conversation? Um, what can I put out there that, that maybe somebody else is looking at at the moment? And, uh, you know, I just had fun with it. Like, it, it's amazing. You know, years ago, you never could have told me that this, this app would be something that really uh, has me more plugged into the Phillies than, than ever and having ah, so much fun can, with it. But here we are. Yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah, so, ab- absolutely. Yeah, well, what what this weird little bird app has, has given myself yeah. and just following the sport and, and – where it's taken me is has been unbelievable, and, and the community as a whole, you know, the Phil's community as a whole is a, is a great. It's fun. It, it really great. is. You got to have a humor. You got to be thick skinned at times, but yeah, yeah. you know what? It's it's a fun, and it makes following the Phil's fun. Yeah, you, I mean, you put something out there, it might be good, it might be bad. If it's if it's bad, people will let you know, just like They're just like we, you. right? Yeah, you'll get rid, and you just gotta handle it. It's just like what we do to players. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Just have some thick skin, you know. Put your stuff out there. If it's not good, ass, so what? And then sometimes it's good, and you know, people are really kind. Just uh, put this newsletter out there yesterday. And, here we go. I was, uh, I, was, I was getting to it. Yeah, plug up, plug away, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Let me do some shameless self promotion. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't checked it out yet, and you go to my Twitter account, check out the pinned tweet. Um, you can subscribe to the newsletter. It's looking off the ground now. The first issue's out. Um, <clears throat> you know, there'll be there'll be some trial and error as it gets off the ground here. And just like the, the Twitter account, the newsletter will be. You know where the direction the newsletter goes will really just be dictated by what people like. Um, if people like certain sections and, and divisions of the newsletter. I keep those rolling if they want to hear about something else. If they like this but not that, you know, I, I want the whole thing to be really interactive. We're going to have tweets of the week. 
Um, if, you're, if you're active on the Bird app, you might see your own tweets in there. Might have some profiles of folks. Uh, might hit you up on that day, and uh, you know other yeah, other people. You know, there's this community. A lot of us have been talking to each other for years now, since the dark days of you know rock bottom in 2015. And uh, it's it's fun for me to, to get a little glimpse to actually get to know people a little better. Uh, and, and figure out, you know, what kind of things are they doing out, outside of outside of Twitter? Who who are these these folks that you know, <laughs> ended, up, ended up spending so much time with and become a part of my life? Uh, yeah, so so it, it should be a lot of fun. So I hope folks check it out. I you know I, I hope they like it. If you don't like it, you can get your money back, uh, all zero dollars of it. Uh, <laughs> it will be refunded instantly. Um, and let's let's see where it goes from here. But I'm really looking forward to it. I'm, I'm hoping it'll be uh, in everyone's email inboxes on Monday mornings. Um, I signed up today, buddy. I signed up. I signed up this morning. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, every you know, every time uh, I, I see somebody subscribe, it's, it's just fun. And uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, it's, it's a great feeling to uh, to be putting some things out there in the world, and, and people have reacted to it so kindly and had. Uh, all these nice things to say and it's really uh, a lot of motivation to uh to, to pour some more work into it and uh and see where it goes and i'm sure things are the same with you and and the pod is fantastic and uh no it's, it's great to see these things grow uh, yeah it is yeah like this is this the, the whole youtube thing as people are watching hey uh this is all new for this this year uh me and alex are sort of just, just again, just trying different things. You know, people said, "Oh, you guys should do the shows on visual, so we can watch as well and have some funky, fun graphics." And there'll be pictures and videos coming along with these eventually. And it just, again, for for me, it's it's fun doing this. But I also I'm on a mission to grow the sport here and get as you know recruit and get as many new Phil fans as as possible. And I, for me, my side of it is to make just make it fun, making uh, baseball appealing to new fans. Because uh, I think certain outlets of the media do it in a bit of a dull way, you know. And I, I feel like if you want to attract new fans to a sport, show them the home run plays, show them the fun, show them the wacky plays, show the fills when the heart. You know, when the fills lose, I won't tweet. I, I, I don't. <laughs> I turn the bird <laughs> off. I turn my TV off, and I'll go to bed. I'll I do. Play. I do the same, man. That is, 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 is a coward's way out a little bit, but I, I don't even care. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I did, you know, I'm not, I'm not a paid journalist. I, if I don't feel like talking about this because I'm miserable because they lost, I don't have to. That's the beauty of it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll vent it out and wait up, wait through a podcast and then vent it all out. Then yeah. it's, 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 uh, it's just for me to make it fun, you know, make it right. accessible right. for new fans. You know, it was great last year getting so many DMs of. Uh, people who follow the Eagles in the UK and not necessarily into baseball, asking, you know, learning about the rules, where they can watch the games, you know, what's going on, uh, saying they're hooked, you know, where else can they find information on the fields? And it's just, it's things like that are great, you know, and, and the fan base is getting bigger here. Passyunk Avenue helps as having a great hub, yeah. you know, a Philly, yeah, two, no, you know, yeah. two, Passyunk Avenue, the, the oh, OG okay. And then you've got the dive bar in Waterloo where I watched the World Series and some Phil's games. To see that place packed for the World Series, was it was incredible for the Philly fans who were either on vacation or studying yeah. out over here or, or just living out here now expats it was it was awesome and I cannot wait to reconnect these guys this season and hopefully get more people down because 
watching watching Phil Phillies over here and baseball over here can you know especially in the early days when I first started following the Phils, it was very isolated. It was like mm -hmm. yeah. Am I going to Disney <laughs> right now, you know. <laughs> which is why I created yeah. the account just to reach out to other fans around and now just seeing the World Series Passion Avenue packed yeah. and it was packed you know with Phil's fans chanting let's go Phillies and like posted on Twitter I, I saw the I saw the footage it was crazy it was, it was crazy and like you've done a, an amazing job as a, an ambassador for the game over there <laughs> um, and and yeah and no matter what you can do you're only going to have so much success with that until until there's a team like last year's team right yeah that's that's what's really going to wrap it's getting tough <laughs> <laughs> so yeah whether it's it's fans uh across the pond or whether it's just you know kids in philadelphia that have a lot of options and, and seems to look for everybody loves the eagles you know it, there's a lot of things competing for uh for attention and you know, if the Phils hadn't turned it around the way they did, they were, they were in danger of losing pretty much a whole, a whole generation of kids that would always be some kids that are into it, no matter what. But to really pull kids in, they would they want to see a team that's that's good, that's fun, that's that is exactly what last year's team was. You know, the '93 team did it for me, uh, and uh, a lot of fans my age. And this, you know, 2018, uh, that whole golden era from 07 to 11. Brought in a bunch of fans, and uh, we had kids. They were born 2011, 2012. This is really the the first team where they where they really got to experience something so fun. So yeah, so maybe and, and maybe just in time. <laughs> yeah, it was it was incredible yeah. for someone who obviously tweets a lot about the 08 team. Which team do you think was more fun? You know, not good, not better in talent, but was was it the was the 08 team because. I mainly got into the 08 team and followed along with your Twitter account. You're one of the first accounts I followed and following the 08 journey, this, this time in 08 timeline was, was great. You know, it was great fun yeah. for me. Um, but in terms of, because this team gone last year and even now, the chemistry is off the charts compared to when we used to have players, Santana ripping TVs off the, 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 the <laughs> locker room wall, you know, how far we've come. And even Girardi, where it looked stale under Girardi, they looked bored. There was no camaraderie. Then since then, they just they that the fun they were having, even seeing them at, at Xfinity Live, you know, and they all seemed to be friends and they all seemed to want to spend time with each other. Did you get that feeling with that 08 team as well, or was it slightly a bit different? It was slightly a bit a bit different. You know, the uh, the 2022 team. You just caught that magic, you know, and, and like you said, it, it, it started out, it didn't really have quite the same feel to it. And then as things started to click, you know, um, after Girardi was gone, you had the young players playing more. They really brought their own energy to that. Yeah, and yeah. you had this mix of just really likable veterans and then these these young kids coming in, stop pouring water over everybody and whatnot. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah, I just think like that fun, like just builds and there's just such a magic to it, especially catching fire and having that, that postseason run, pretty unexpected, you know, what all we, all, most of us were really hoping for rationally was for them to make the postseason for the first time. Finally get over that. Home. Included, yep. Those recent years. And then for them to take off like this and, you know, locker room celebrations and just, just, just a blast. Now, the OA team, that's not to say they didn't have chemistry. They, they definitely a huge group, a group of uh, guys with 
so much charisma. Um, you know, Jimmy Rollins, Ryan Howard come to mind, Pat Burrell, everybody loves him. And they got along, it seems, you know, from an outsider's perspective, at least, it seemed like they really got along well. Yeah. There was also a, a little bit more of a business uh, kind of side to it, which, you know, can be, can be a good thing. Um, that they're here taking care of business, really, with that that goal in sight. Um, and, you know, obviously, they win, win the whole thing. Everybody's having fun. But, but up until but up until the minute they won it, or you know, got in the, in the playoffs and and really performed, they played so well throughout the playoffs. You never got the feeling that they were in a ton of danger. Um, but at the same time, two thousand eight, and you haven't had a World Series championship in, in twenty eight years. That's there's pr- that pressure being there makes it harder for fans to have fun. You know, it, that's true. Yeah, it's, yeah, things are going well. No matter how well things are going, you haven't seen a, a championship. Really, I hadn't been alive for a championship yet; just hadn't seen it. Um, so you're just waiting for the other shoe to, shoe to drop. So I would say 2022 was more fun in that you're uh, more fun on a day to day basis, in that you're waiting for the good thing to happen during that postseason run, just waiting for the magic to happen, and felt like it would. Whereas 2008, at least for me, I was just waiting for the other shoe to drop for the thing to go off the rails and and for them yeah. to do it where i had always seen philly teams do so both incredibly special teams in their own ways hard hard to compare uh oh wait obviously they, they won it all uh last year two games short um well yeah just just a magical ride and then going into this year a uh, question i'm asking everybody Hopes and expectations, what would you class as a good season? For you personally, what would you class as a good season for the Phils? And what are this, where are your expectations for this team right now? Because I've asked a lot of people, and I get a lot of mixed responses, which you, you can imagine. Uh, some people are saying, we got to win it now. You know, we got to win it. A good season, the Phils going well next year. For me personally, I want us, I just want us to get back in the post. I'd love to see us win the division, first of all, because I think if we won the division with how strong the Mets and Braves are this year, that would be a really obviously every division title is well earned, but that would be a, a standout divisional title. That would be amazing. But for me, the main goal is just get back there and then get, punch your lottery ticket and get in the event. I think that's that's the main thing for me. What, what about yourself? Yeah, I I definitely see that point of view. It makes a lot of sense. I I think for me, um, I I do need to see them back at least in the World Series, and I honestly need need to see them win it. I I think to me, a successful season always has to be a little more successful than the year before. And yeah. as amazing as it was to get there, um, there's there's not much there's not much in between being two games short of the championship and actually winning it. So it, I think that's a successful season. No, that's not to say. If they make a deep playoff run, um, if they, man, it would, it would it would hurt so bad if they if they lose in the World Series again. Oh. Obviously, it would be devastating. Yeah. But you know, as the dust settles, you would look back and say, okay, that was another great one. We made it two years in a row, um, and now you really feel. And good how do we go one better? Yeah. Um, but another expectation for this team would just be to, to to hopefully they can get a hot start right out of the gate and really ride that momentum from earlier on early on and it wouldn't be like last year digging digging themselves out of the hole uh after after philly rob took over uh hopefully if they can just be strong out of the gates it makes it more of a um <clears throat> you know something something more yeah. along the lines of the 93 team where just from from the get-go just you know it sort of kicked the doors down right away and it was just a party all summer long that's that's a fun experience on on its own in the regular season there and then 
you know, and get, and get to visit the postseason, you know, punch your ticket, like you said, Ed, and from there, as, as the, you know, as the Mets and Braves learned last year, the, the best regular season team isn't necessarily a team that's going to That's it. That, that's there. So. saying a fast start there I think it's important we do get a great start because it will put to bed all this oh how will the Phils do about Bryce being out for so long and the, the start of the season they can get some wins with it, but it's a tough start you know the Rangers have got great pitching depth the Yankees mm-hmm. who know? Who knows from the Yankees uh, and then it's the Reds and the Marlins straight off the bat so we should be above 500 after our first, first four series and then we build from there uh, but yeah, getting a good start is crucial with no Bryce. I think it'd be great. Yeah. It'll just lift everybody. It'll give them the confidence that, yeah, we can do it again. We missed Bryce last year. Mm-hmm. Everybody stepped up and carried the team. And I really believe we've got that again this year, especially with Trey Turner. You know, I what a what a guy to bring in. He's, 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 he's unbelievable. He's great. And I think he's great for Philly. He, he's settled in straight away. You know, he's saying he's enjoying the, the banter from the locker room. He seems yeah. settled already. Castiano seems a lot more settled already. But oh, I just can't wait. I'm just, I just get me, get me the opening day. I, I, I'm loving spring training, but I think there's only a certain amount of games I can take now before I just want to. I want to get to opening day. I want to get to the thing now. I hear you. Like you said, keep everybody healthy, and uh, you know, and obviously they got to get their work in. But but let's get going as soon as, soon as possible here. Trey Turner, perfect fit, absolute perfect fit. Takes a lot of the sting out of the Harper injury. Um, you know, and if if they can just hang around, stick around near the top of the division as you get to the to the break, no nobody else is going to be adding Bryce Harper the way this team is. So exactly. it, they could really set themselves up nice if they can exactly. just play some good ball early on. It'd be like a new player. It'd be like a new signing when he comes back. Plus, yes. plus, yeah. plus we're around the trade deadline time as well. And if we can make more acquisitions, ooh, mm. what's Dombrowski mm. going to do? I don't know. That's way down the line yet. Uh, John. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on, buddy. It's been great chatting to you. Uh, for those that don't know, John, where can we find you on the social media? It's at 2008Phils with a Z. Uh, avoiding any copyright issues. It's totally not the Phillies. It's the Phils with a Z. Yeah, 2008Phils is <laughs> on the screen now. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, find me there. Check out the account. Uh, and check out the, the newsletter if you can. Uh, it should really be a lot of fun. Uh, thanks thanks so much for having me, Dave. This is, this is a blast. And, uh, Looking forward we'll to doing it again. We'll, we'll, throughout we'll, the season. We'll yeah, come back on. Absolutely. Awesome. And, and are you going to you going to opening day? Uh, that's up in the air. I'm not sure. Uh, but if I am, I'll, I'll give you a heads up, and we'll we'll try to link up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, be great to see you, uh, guys. If you've liked what you've seen uh, and what you've listened to, please subscribe, uh, like the YouTube channel, subscribe. It'd be fantastic, and uh, keep subscribing to the podcast because those numbers have been insane uh, in the last last few shows. So thank you very much for listening and watching. We'll be back uh, over the weekend. Alex will be back. We'll be looking into a bit more of those players who are starting to catch our eye. Not necessarily a spotlight Turner and Bowman Castellanos, but uh, the Wilsons. Who are the Wilsons? Jake Cave. And those sort of players got a bit more squeaky angry talk if he's uh, still keeping hot. And who's going to make that bench? Because uh, it's it's turning into a fascinating battle. I think more than what we thought. Plus, how's the bullpen shaping up? Rotation. How we're looking in spring so far. We'll keep the fun coming. Hopefully, the fields can stay hot. They are about to go five and one. They're still four two up. It's fun times, guys. Thank you very much. From me, oh, let's see, if, let's see if John's a regular listener. From me, Dave Shore, it's ring the bell. And from John. Just say ring the bell. Just say ring the bell. Ring the bell.
Ring that bell, Dave. Yeah. Ring it. Ring it. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you can fix all that. Ah, uh, that intro gets me so how, hyped. How do you not get hyped up? Let's by go! That? That's crazy. Oh, wow. guys, good good day. As I say, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're watching uh, and listening. Of course, it is me, Dave Shaw. This is Wall Street to Britain, and I am joined back with my good friend Alex Carr. Alex, how are you, my man? After that, after that intro, I'm I'm feeling pretty good. I'm ready for where's April? Let's I'm go. Back, yeah, let's, <laughs> yes, I'm done. Spring training, I'm done. Let's get an opening day. I'm, I'm I'm ready for it right now. Uh happy belated birthday, Alex. Oh, sir, you're so sweet. Thank how, you very how, much. How was the birthday celebrations? Honestly, it was spent mostly traveling, which was uh, you know, not the most fortunate thing. But uh I you know, it was a great birthday. I got to spend it with family and, and with my partner, and that's all you can really ask for these days. That's so all, yeah. That's all you good. can ask for. Twenty six. Twenty is that it? I feel is old. That <laughs> it? I'm thirty seven yeah. this year, buddy. Thirty seven. You don't look it though. Come on oh. now. Oh, I know. I try. It's it's catching up. It's catching up. The gray hairs oh, are creeping on. in. Uh right. At last we can talk baseball, Alex. We've had a week of spring training. Meaningless to some, not to us, because it's baseball on our screens. We love it. And yes, let's not dive into spring uh, spring training stats too much, but we can't help ourselves. Look, we're getting a good look at the the youngsters. Uh, we've got a rotation. Uh, well, a rotation fight. We'll get to painter. We've got a bullpen fight for for places. That's looking interesting. That's a bench true. spots. They're looking interesting. We'll get into all that and review. What's been a decent week? First week for the Phils. Everyone, well, I was going to say, everyone's staying healthy. Ugh. All right, let's get a painter. Painter's first outing was was excellent. That, that I couldn't help but think that first inning where he was throwing hard, throwing hard, 98, 99, painting the corners, excuse the pun, but painting the corners, looking great. You could tell he was fighting for that rotation spot. I can't help but feel he's gone a little bit too hard, and we still await the injury news. Alex, what was your impressions on Painter's first outing, and now what's come from it? I mean, what was, I think the most important thing to take away from that outing was he faced mostly major league hitters. Um, and, and, you know, anytime you can get a literal 19 year old uh, to, to, to get up there against, you know, major league vets, that's always a great opportunity. Um, I mean, he, he looked like Andrew Painter. He looked like the guy that, you yeah. know, everybody's raving about. And there's a reason they rave about him uh, because he just has unbelievable stuff for his age. Um, you know, I'm not sure what this recent development development means for his chances of cracking the opening day roster and, you know, so on. But I do know that what we saw from him the other day was, was really, really encouraging. Um, you know, again, anytime you can get a guy like that in front of major league hitters, 
that is already, you know, so far ahead of where he's supposed to be. Um, so, you know, I, I was so impressed, but I've, I've seen a lot of him over the last year or so. Uh, so nothing necessarily surprising. No, I, like I was going back through the record books of, of great pitchers who have come up when they were this young. Uh, what, Kershaw, Hernandez. There's not many of them. Uh, there I are not Scherzer, a lot. I think Scherzer was also about 1920. I know he was very young, but. I, I think maybe he was later. Verlander was young. Verlander, Verlander was a year, yeah, he, a yeah, year after the draft. Forever. I think Scherzer was a bit of a late bloomer, if I recall. But but Verlander, it, Verlander was a year. He took one year in the minors, and then he was him, which is insane. But yeah, yeah there there aren't many. There aren't many, and that's why Mick Abel and Andrew Painter both received Verlander comps when they were, you know, still in high school because they were guys that were just so seemingly so far ahead of the curve yeah. and and you know here they are which is crazy yeah and hopefully and, and hopefully it's just the phil's being extra cautious on painter hopefully no surgery just shut him down for spring and it's it's not necessarily crucial to have him in the early part of the season whenever he comes in whenever he's ready he's still going to be a massive plus to this phil's rotation He's going to allow runs. You know, he's going to, if you can get an ERA of 3.5, 4, you know, it's, for a fifth starter, that's still great. You know, that, the, that, that's still better than what we've had. The paramount thing is that he stays healthy. That yeah. is paramount to anything else. And and obviously, you know, we have no idea what is what is going on behind these closed doors. We pray that, you know, nothing is too serious. Um, and again, I, a right. bunch of people tweeted yesterday, you know, this is just what the Phillies do. They're always cryptic about this stuff. It's true. They are always cryptic. Um, so I would not overreact until we have news to overreact to. That being said, um, you know, the, the paramount thing is that this is hopefully not a serious injury because all you want from Andrew Painter, regardless of whether or not he's on the major league staff, uh, is is that he stays healthy? That's all you want. So, fingers crossed. Yeah, and if if it means it, like I said, if it means him shutting down for spring, fine, fine. Just get him. He gets here when he gets here. You know, he's nineteen. He's already yeah. way ahead of schedule for a lot of prospect pitches, and you know, play, players and pitches of before him who've been and been on to be greats. You know. He's way ahead of time. It'll be a bonus for me. It'll be a massive bonus to even see him on the opening day roster. But I, I really just want us to bring him in when he's nice and ready. You know, even if it's like June, July, it's still going to be a big impact to the back end of that rotation, especially in a time when we really need it. So fingers crossed. We're praying. We're praying that Painter is, is all good. It's just uh, airing on the side of caution. That is all from the Phil's. Uh, quickly in the rotation, we've seen uh, Nola, Wheeler, uh, no Suarez yet. And he goes off to the, um, well, baseball classics soon. What's the latest with Suarez? Nothing of note as far as I'm aware. I mean, we would have heard if there were an issue or if there were, mm. you know, something going on. So I'm assuming he's probably just, you know, pitching extra, extra bullpens. Again, important to remember that as a guy that was worked pretty hard in the postseason, they're probably taking it a little slower with him. Um I'm sure, you know, he will be ready to go uh, at the start of the year, barring some unforeseen thing. But again, you know, last year, obviously, he had visa issues, um, which is now the issue for Gregory Soto. Uh, which, yeah. 
I just wish these things would not happen, but yeah. you know, it, 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 it's how it works, I guess. Um, I'm sure we would, we would know if there were something going on. So I, I'm sure everything's okay. Um, you know, obviously we've seen Nola, we've seen Wheeler, we've seen Walker, uh, we've seen Falter. Um, so, you know, at least four fifths of those guys are, are, are going to be mostly ready to go. Not to say that Suarez won't be, but you know, we haven't seen him yet, so who's to say? No, uh, Wheeler's going again today against the Jays. Yeah. Wheeler looks already in just he, – he's ready Both to go already, isn't Nolan he? Looks great. <laughs> you know, already high high 90s. Kamal looks great. I, I reckon this could be a huge year for, for Zach Wheeler. Again, if you can keep him fully healthy all year, fingers crossed, because this time last year he was fighting shoulder issues, wasn't quite fully healthy going into the, the beginning of last season. Now – Fully healthy, yes. Yeah, shortened off-season break, granted, with the World Series, but with a new pitch. With it, I was going to bring it up. They've got him into this new slurve. What is this purple slider? This, this, what, what is it? When I first saw it, because uh, I'm not, I'm not technical or anything. You know, I don't know what really know what I'm looking for, but I was like, whoa, what is, what was that? You know, get a sweeper. Uh, look, it's a twelve-six. It's, it's quick. I like it. It. I, I don't know where this pitch has been, but what's really great about it is the way that it tunnels with his cutter because his cutter always gets called a slider, but it is definitely a cutter. Um, yeah. the, but the way that it should tunnel theoretically because the, the, the cutter is a really small 12-6 drop, and then this new pitch is a deep one, which is pretty <laughs> cool to see. So I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing how they utilize that, but it theoretically should tunnel really well with his arsenal. And that, Absolutely. honestly, for me, is, is is pretty exciting. I think that will generate quite a few whiffs uh, if he can master it, which it looks like he has. He was, he's been commanding it really well. Today is going to be a really good insight into that. I have a feeling we'll see that pitch a lot. Yeah, against a pretty good Jays lineup as well, from what I've seen as well. So good good test for Zach Wheeler early on. Yeah, Nola, Nola. We know what we're getting from Aaron Nola. Uh, walk, yeah, from our regulars, we sort of know what we're getting. Uh, bullpen's interesting. Uh, a lot of names that I don't recognize that I've enjoyed. Uh, I've enjoyed following. I tell you who's taking my eye. Uh, Connor Brogdon, first off, I think it's having. It's only a week, and I hasn't know we're ahead of ourselves, but he hasn't allowed a run yet. He's looking solid. In hasn't story. allowed a hit, Dave. Hasn't allowed. Yeah, hasn't allowed a hit. Sorry, hasn't allowed a hit. Hasn't allowed a run. Hasn't. He's just been perfect. Spring, spring, perfect so far. I know it's early days, but Connor Brogdon to have him as well, really coming into the new season, looking as good as he could be with Alvarado, Sir Anthony, Kimbrell. Um, <laughs> it's just, it gets you excited, right? And Connor Brogdon, big guy, has, is really, this This is a big year for Connor as well. He's had a couple of years to come up. He looked better at the tail end of last year. Started spring good. I'm, ex I'm excited for Connor Brogdon this year from what I've seen so far. Who have I got? I've got Marte, MacArthur, Plasimaya, and Andrew Vasquez. Like, who's this guy? <laughs> this guy looks He's funky. Fun. He, I like him a just, lot. Six uh, six Ks in the three innings he's pitched so far. Andrew Vasquez, yeah, what a what a pitcher he looks so far. Where where's he been? Um, so he was. I don't know if you remember at the towards the end of last year they claimed him on waivers uh, from the Blue Jays. I think um, they 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 claimed him on waivers and then they DFA'd him, but then reclaimed him from the Orioles, I believe. Um, because the Orioles were churning through so many 40-man guys just hoping to stash somebody. And they ended up doing it uh, with Lewin Diaz, uh, who, you know, uh, was a Marlins prospect for a long time. 
Um, but they they ended up stashing him. But yeah, Vasquez just kept getting passed around. He was kind of on that DFA train. Um, but they they made it a point to hang on to him. Um, so I I have a feeling they really like what he's doing. That being said, there's already you know a litany of lefties uh, in the Phillies bullpen, especially if Andrew Painter yeah. makes the uh, makes the opening day roster. You've got Bailey Falter, Matt Strom, Jose Alvarado, and Gregory Soto, who hopefully will be ready for opening day, but who is to say at this point? Um, but it is really interesting. Um, he is very funky, Andrew Vasquez is. Um, and I, I, I really like what I've seen. That being said, uh, I'm not sure how great his chances are at making the opening day roster, but that's the thing. Like, you look at some of these guys that they have managed to pick up on the fringes here, Junior Marte being, you know, ahead of the pack. Yeah, I think that's him. Oh my gosh, having that arm as, a, as not even a lock to make your opening day bullpen is wild to me. Um, and, and just seeing how far, uh, you know, this, this team has come over the last couple of years, um, it's, it's pretty, pretty sweet to see. I'm not going to lie. Um, but especially, you know, Junior Marte, Vasquez in the back, all these guys, you know, I don't know what the opening day bullpen is going to look like with Soto's visa issues and, you know, with hopefully no serious news about Andrew Painter, but who's to say what it's going to look like? But you got so many choices. I mean, there's so you many really guys, to, yeah, you so really many guys to pick from here. So it, it, it's a good problem to have. It was that uh, you were close. You were tr- Blue Jays and the Giants. It's, it's a blue team. It, oh, yeah. oh, Giants. Yeah, was Giants. The Orioles? Yeah. Wow, I got the one so, that I oh, it's still an orange team. One that I thought I knew wrong, and then the one that I wasn't sure about right. That's funny. Well, there you go. It makes sense. They target guys from the Giants all the time. Um, so that that makes a lot of sense. What you, you're right though in the, how far we've come because every time, and we've had bullpen injuries in the last few years badly. You know, we've had to scrape up everyone we found from the minors to to come up and cover. But this year, looking at these guys, early days I know, but. There's some promise there, and they're all very similar characteristics. They're throwing the ball hard. They've got they're like good commands. You know, the the the, the coaching again is is just unbelievable. What they're doing to these pitchers right now. I, I'm I'm excited. I, I'm happy in the lodge knowing if Soto doesn't start, we've got some guys here who can who can come in and cover and do a nice job until we get the regulars back. And it's we've got depth. <laughs> Dare I say it? Yeah. We've got bullpen depth. Right here, some young guys. Vasquez, I think, is 29. But, you know, it, what to me, these guys are pitching like they want a bullpen spot. You know, they want to go straight in. You know, Appel, Mark Appel, um, straight in. You know, he he's he's probably on the verge of potential bullpen spot. We saw the first of Abel, uh, scoreless inning, sort of got what we expected out of Abel. I was happy. You know, I was. we've seen one, in, one inning out of him so far. Look, night. The stuff's there for sure. The stuff is there. Um, Griff, uh, you know, throat wasn't wasn't that the was first so you were hoping for. That was so tough. But I'm it, not, yeah, I'm, it, I'm, it's spring. A little <laughs> sad, but it's spring. It's spring. It's spring. No, yeah. I mean, like, look, the the ultimate thing with Griff is going to be will the control, you know, come along, and yeah, it yeah. was not there that day. It just simply wasn't. So. That's going to be, the, but the stuff is undeniable, and that so in the end, we've seen it. We've seen it with the Phillies and Jose Alvarado. We've seen it with the Phillies and you know all these guys that they've they've picked stuff over command, and 
look at where it led them last year. So that's that's all that really needs to be said about that. Exactly. And for people watching and listening who don't regularly listen to the show, if we're doing bad, it's spring. It's only spring. If we're doing well, Cy Young. We're yeah, going to be exactly. a Cy Young. You know, <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, uh, Plastermeyer, I've liked him. Now, could he, if Painter doesn't make the rotation, do you think, I think Plastermeyer could be an outside bet for a back-end rotation spot? I would say probably not just because they do have because the the rotation is is full at this point, right? So you've got you've got Wheeler and Nola at the top. You've got Ranger who hopefully will, you know, show his face at some point. I miss him. Um you've got Ranger at the 3 spot. Taiwan Walker is going to take the 4th spot and I would assume Bailey Falker has the 5th spot locked up. You definitely got 6. Not if Andrew Painter isn't on the roster. If if Andrew Painter is on the roster, I think they go six man, and I think Bailey Falker is that sixth man. Um, yeah. But I don't. I don't think Mike Plasmeyer will make the opening day roster. That being said, you could do way worse for like a seventh or eighth starter down on the on the depth chart, right? Like you know, it used to be that the Cole Irvins of the world were kind of like hey, you know the, the, you're, pod. the the, the the but the first guy that you call on right like that that was you know the fir- the first man up now you know Mike Plasmeyer who's a very similar build to Irvin um is like seventh or eighth on the depth chart depth chart and you've got you know a lot of guys ahead of him so you know that that is kind of nice to take comfort in that being said huge shout out to Dave Dabrowski on that move last year Austin wins for Michael Plasmeyer was like. I, I at the time I was like, oh yeah, this guy's like not bad at all. I think he has like double digits career walks in the minors, which is crazy. Like we're wow. talking like eight hundred innings and double digit walks, like some crazy, crazy statistic like that. I was like, this guy's really, really good command. Like obviously was just getting shelled in the PCL, but that's just how it works uh, because balls just fly out of nowhere over there. But um he came over here had an amazing year in triple a and you know that's that's nice to have it's nice to have that kind of guy that can eat you some innings uh down at triple a so so he'll he'll be in a good spot there absolutely and um Jorge alvarado 102 mile an hour straight 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 out of the straight out of winter whatever straight into his first outing 102 please take it easy jose you know i don't want to i don't want to see his elbow blowing up and now wow. throwing a curveball I mean, he's he's thrown a curveball before, but like throwing it accurately with like actual command and real utilization is is a foreign concept. Uh, so I yeah. mean, just make the nastiest pitcher in the game even nastier. And what are you yeah, going to do about that? Him going down was maybe the best thing that's ever happened to him. <laughs> you know, well, just the way he's come back from coming back from from AAA has it's has, the philosophy. It's, it's just been unreal. That's what it is, though. It's it's the the biometrics combined with this philosophy of just throw strikes and let your stuff do all the work for you is like it it feels so simple. But sometimes the simplest things are the least obvious yeah. to 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 guys that are you know so talented and so um, you know they have to feel like they're working hard in order to really I don't know in order to, to really feel like they're making the most of their opportunity, when in reality, simplification is sometimes just the best route. Yeah. And look what it's done for Jose yeah. Alvarado. Look what it's done I for mean, Jose Alvarado. Oy, oy, oy. He's been unbelievable. Um, in terms of the, the, the batting side of things, 
it's, it's what we sort of expected. They're all they're already looking dialed in. Alec Bohm, like I said, you know, it's <laughs> I know it's only spring, but oh man, this this guy, I can't help but get excited. I, I and I, I'm loving it, and I'm I'm excited for his year coming up because honestly, as I oh, was it Jack Fritz tweeted out joke maybe jokingly but i wouldn't think that's a joke it could be a 25 plus home run here for alec bowman he's added the muscle he's added the pop he's got more of this angle high angle swing to him now and he looks so confident a different player that walked into spring this time last year on the back of a terrible year you know alec bow <laughs> just excited i'm knocking I'm excited. on some wood man i am knocking on all the wood in the world because it already wasn't, and I mentioned this on our, our deleted pod, which oh, yeah, is the greatest there. thing ever. Uh, we'll talk about that another day. But I, 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 I talked about this on there. We really didn't – it was lost in the shuffle last year, but we, we really didn't talk about how Alec Bohm, like, very quietly was, like, a top six contact hitter in baseball last year. Just, you know, casually, uh, like, 290 expected batting average on the season, which is, like, absolutely crazy. With the shift being gone, those doubles that you know, I'm sure maybe the the outfield will still align the same way. But those 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 caught baseballs when he was slicing yeah. the ball opposite field and it just happened to land in somebody's glove, those are probably going to land this year. Um, and more than that, I mean, with a little bit more elevation and a little bit more pull power, Alec Bohm probably becomes a very very good hitter. Um, just given how, how good of a hitter he is already and how contact prone he is with more power and a little bit more lift. I mean, that is a very dangerous bat. Um, he, he's and a I guy who like, could be top five in the lineup by the end of the year. I really think that by the end of the year, and I, I'm probably getting way ahead of myself here, but I, I really do think at the end of the year, he probably is hitting out of the three hole. Um, and it, look, a lot has to happen for that to come to fruition. But when you think about it, the Phillies, really need a right-handed batter somewhere in between um you know it, obviously it's going to start turner to harper when when harper gets back but then they need a right-handed batter to separate Schwarber and harper and that's either going to be jt real muto or alec bohm like that's yeah. those are your two choices it's not going to be reese hoskins just because you know that power is better suited lower in the lineup so it's either Alec Bohm or JT Real Muto. And honestly, at this point, Bohm probably has the more offensive upside, which is like, you know, you just, you keep your fingers crossed. But oh, everything crossed. Everything if every, crossed. If everything goes to plan and the metrics are not lying to us, he really should be one of the better hitters in this lineup this year. And that is really exciting. Unless, you know, Nick Castellanos comes back and absolutely becomes MVP Castellanos, in which case, sure, he can be the right-headed hitter between Schwarber and Harper. But like, yeah, or, or JT explodes or Reese explodes. That's that, that that's the, the depth of oh, the I'm quality sorry. we have top, on that team. Top 10 MVP candidate, JT Real Muto? Is that, wow. is that who we're talking about? You know, the best catcher in baseball. You, you know oh, him, right? Yeah, you know, you know yeah, the one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 you, you okay. heard of him? And uh, he oh, started yeah. spring nicely as well. Uh, Trey Turner has just been Trey Turner. Love watching him already. I just... Love everything about the guy. You know, his his style. He makes it look effortless. Like the yeah. way like his con like he's one of the best contact swingers I've ever seen. You know, I don't watch much baseball outside of the field, so watching Trey Turner properly, I have already. Wow, it's effortless. You know, plays with a smile, a little bit of a swag. 
Uh, he's going to be, he's going to be lead off, isn't he? Surely him yeah. and then Schwarber, you know, Schwarber's going to be hitting two run bombs instead of Soros now. Getting yeah. Trey Turner I, on base. Honestly, one of my favorite lineup iterations also looks like Trey Turner to JT because that Ooh. becomes an impossible combination to double up. They're so fast. Like, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I feel like, I feel like that's a really, really good one too. And obviously when Bryce Harper gets back, he probably sits in the two hole. Um, just given how the lineup shakes out. But, I mean, who's to say? I really – but I like that idea. And, you know, Schwarber is probably going to hit second to start. But who knows how things end up looking. Uh, I would really like to get Kyle Schwarber a little further down in the lineup where he can rack up some RBIs. But, um, you know, I can't – you can't really you, – you can't set this lineup up in a bad way. You really no, can't. It. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty pretty fun to maneuver. I'm not going to lie. It's it's got it's got versatility. You can yeah, you can do a number of things with this lineup right now. Uh Reese is back getting some hits. Um yeah, the regulars look dialed in. Castellanos' swing has changed a little bit. Yeah, and the, I'm not judging Castellanos at all until we get to the season because even spring, uh, you know, Castellanos it's just see what he does when it matters. Um yeah. but those bench spots. Let's let's start with our man. Let's start with our man, Scotty Kingery, because yes, the Kingery comeback, the Kingery comeback. Now he, I know, I know, it's only spring, but but he's having a nice spring, Alex. I'm watching his abs more than anybody else because I'm rooting for him hard right now. Four hits so far, three walks, one RBI, one stolen base. Not a lot of swing and miss contact. His swing looks totally transformed to what it was. His confidence looks really high. Rob Thompson is giving him a lot of opportunities. He said in the interview, he, if Scott can get that bat sorted, because his defense is fine. We know about it. He's got versatility. Great utility, man. Gets his bat sorted. I think he won't make the opening day roster, but I think he's certainly in the line to come up if, if something unfortunate happens to one of the regulars. I'm not saying Scotty Kingery everyday starter, uh, but in terms of a bench, he's the spring he's having, the 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 signs he's showing so far. Hey, uh, you know, he's he's he doesn't look far away. He looks like a new. Well, he looks like the, the sort of player of old. The pop's not quite there still, but the contact's good. The 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 walks are good. His abs. He's definitely a player who who again. He's he's fighting for that spot. He wants a bench place. He wants to force the issue, and he's really showing that. Uh, I've been impressed with Scott King. Every AB, I'm like, come on, Scotty. This one, just get on base. He's doing the business so far. What have you made of uh, Kingery's spring so far? That's where I'm at, too. I feel like he's not. He's probably not making the opening day roster. Um, but he's definitely keeping himself in the conversation, which is great. And obviously, everybody should want to see Scott Kingery succeed. He's a part of the team that you're rooting for. Why wouldn't you want to see him succeed? But I also, I am a little concerned. There hasn't been a lot of hard contact from him. It looks like a lot of his contact has been very, you know, soft or, uh, you know, just well-placed ground balls, you know, lazy flies, things like that. The play discipline is good. That is a real big plus, I feel like. And, and and look, that can undo itself. And I'm not really, you know, I haven't been paying attention to the competition he's been facing, really, because um, he's 
not necessarily at the forefront of my of my <laughs> watching purview, but um, I do feel like the, the the plate discipline has been a lot stronger, which is important. Um, and I I also like that they've kind of started putting him at multiple places uh, in the field again. Uh, you know, they kept him mostly at second base last year, and uh, you know, obviously it didn't help nor hinder his bat. Um, so, you know, I, I like that they're getting him re-versatiled, as it were. Um, and, yeah, I think, you know, another year in AAA really could be could be good for him. And he is definitely setting himself up to, you know, if someone goes down, God forbid, uh, to be one of those first guys that gets called upon, which is which is good. I think that, that is, uh, that's good for him because, uh, you know, he's still going to have a career after – whatever happens this year, yeah, yeah, probably yeah. the Phillies buying him out of his contract. Um, so, you know, I, I hope nothing but the best for him. And I, I love how much support I've seen on Phillies Twitter. Yeah. Big for time. Him. I think that's great. Big time. And I think everybody knows that the, the contract given to him was just crazy at the time. And, you know, a lot of pressure on the kid and then COVID wiped him out. You know, he was never yeah. the same after that period. So, I'm hoping for a comeback in the sense of it'd be great to see him back on the bench. It'd be great to see him get some maybes. And then who knows from then on. Uh, another bench player who's really been impressed in this spring so far, Edmundo Souza, with power like I never knew he had. He's He's been crushing the ball. Uh, two home runs, which have gone gone far, nearly out the ballpark. 441 uh, feet the other day? Yeah, insane. Where did that come from? That, like, I, I thought 411 was a lot for him. But, like, 441 feet, that's, like, light tower power. That's, like, that's good stuff. Um, I Look, spring, everything aside, I really – one of my favorite Phillies acquisitions of the last – you know, just given what they had to give up and given the kind of player they've received in return, um, you know, I loved – Jojo Romero, you know, mm. more than anybody, really. He was more than just a, you know, a guy on the team. He was, I'd like to consider him an acquaintance at the very most a friend. So, um, you know, really sad to see him go. That being said, you know, wish nothing but the best for him. But to get a player like Edmundo Sosa, who was like one of the biggest anomalies um, in the sport in 2021, just because he was putting up sprint speed numbers out above average numbers and then exit velocity numbers up there with like Byron Buxton, which is yeah. crazy um, to see him now come into camp and showcase this kind of power with obviously the glove. That's never going to quit. He's got probably one of the best. Unbelievable gloves glove, isn't it? Um, Gold glove material. It, it, truly. I mean, one of the best defenders in the game for sure. Um, yeah. And obviously the sample size is, 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 is not there, but you can just see it when you watch him play. Um, he, he is a freak defensively. Um, and then with, with speed like he has, that is so much versatility to put on a bench. Arguably be considered for, you know, a little bit more of an increased role um, at this point. But, you know, and they're looking for that for him by throwing him in center field and by, you know, trying all these things. But He's a really good baseball player, um, and I really – I would not be surprised to see him factor in a little bit more this season and perhaps find an increased role as the year goes on. And I'm not sure what has to happen in order for that to take place, but 
you know, there's a couple of guys that he can battle with out there. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to put anybody on the hot seat here, but there, there are guys out there that, you know, they still need to prove they're substantiating a, yeah. a yeah, roster yeah. spot. So, and, and, and don't forget, Sosa had a good, before the injury, he had a good, he was having a nice hot spell before he went down. In fact, he was hitting, he hit two free home runs in successive games again, showing that power. Uh, like you said, his defense, again, he makes it look effortless. Like, it's just a joy, a dream to watch. Uh, another bench player who we mentioned, I think, in the uh, deleted pod, as it were, um, who's making a real case, is uh, Jake Cave. Real good week and a half so far from him. He's, yeah, well, I, I never heard of him, obviously, before until he signed here and then watching him for the first time at the moment. Again, looks uh, looks like a player who will be ready to fit in, potentially... I'd say Brandon Marsh has that starting role at center field, but a possible backup for Brandon Marsh being Jake Cave, he's certainly uh, pushing that case. I mean, he, what is important about his presence is that he adds a little bit of versatility to what the lineup can look like without Bryce Harper. Um, you know, being able to put a, a decent glove, he has a really strong arm too, um, which is which is good to yeah. know. Um, but uh, being able to put a good glove in right field allows you to kind of open up the, the the DH spot a little bit more, you know, throwing Castellanos there, um, you know, giving Reese Hoskins, I guess, a, you know, more time at first base in that scenario. But, um, you know, they'll really be able to shift the DH around and having Cave allows them to do that a little bit more and be a little bit more matchup based depending on where they're putting Derek Hall. Should he make the opening day roster? I don't see why he wouldn't at this point. Um, he is also having a really good spring. He is, um, he is but yeah. uh, the one thing about Jake Cave that I will say, yesterday exposed a real weakness in his swing um, that I'm assuming they're going to get right to work with. But I, I don't know if you if you saw it. Um, he went up against oh, the name escapes me now. A Pirates lefty of which there were like eight in yesterday's game. So this is not very helpful for I wasn't the pub, Alex. Um, I'm sorry. But, I can't help you. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It was okay. a Saturday night, Alex. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, so yesterday, the Pirates brought in a lefty reliever. I, he has a name that starts with an H. can't remember his name. Um, my fault. But threw three straight outside and down sliders to Jake Cave, at which he swung at all of them, three consecutively. Um, granted, guy had a great slider, but exposed a bit of a hole in his swing and I was really I was Jake Cave pilled up until that point I mean I put out a tweet up until a couple days ago had one batted ball below 100 miles per hour it was like a single that was like 83 off the bat but then the other five batted balls were 100.5 hard contact he really he's hitting the ball really hard this spring um and that is very interesting um because you know He's always been a guy. He had a great, like, first two years in the bigs combined and then really fell off, but mostly because Minnesota has always had a crowded outfield. Um, So he really didn't get a lot of chances in Minnesota. I'm really interested to see why the Phillies – because the Phillies, they did not sign him. They claimed him off of waivers, and he is owed a salary, like a real salary. It's not league minimum. It's a real salary. Um, and, and they claimed him off of waivers, so obviously there is something there that they feel like they can work with. Whether that's, you know, maybe his glove is just really good or he projects really well defensively, but 
the hard contact suggests that there is definitely something there in his offensive makeup that they think that they can do something with. And that intrigues me a lot. And I think right now, in terms of the the outfield race, he is definitely he's beaten a lot of guys. He is definitely beating Dalton Guthrie. Um, you know, he is definitely yeah, beating yeah. uh he he's beaten a lot of guys. So I'm I'm excited to see if he can keep that up. Um, because he's definitely he's caught my eye for sure. Yeah, and then other ones that have impressed me. Clemens has had a nice start, and uh, Weston Wilson, who I knew nothing about until he hit did I. first home <laughs> run. And uh, he's carrying on. He's having a real nice spring as well. Uh, who else has caught your eye, Alex, in this first week and a half in the Phil's camp? Weston Wilson is shocking. Um, I knew nothing about him, and yet here he is playing every position on God's green earth yeah. and playing it really well. He made an outstanding play at third base yesterday. I mean, he is I haven't he's seen very it. interesting. Um, and, and look, I, I think he's probably, if he doesn't make the opening day roster, he, it's a long shot. He's probably going to stick in AAA. And that's interesting to me. I really want to see how that unfolds. Um, Cody Clemens also has, has looked really good. I honestly was not bullish on him. Um, but you know, I think he's, his power is definitely intriguing me for sure. Um, it's really funny. Uh, somebody on Twitter, I think it was Rob, uh, Rob, or if you don't follow him, he is a genius just statistically writes some of the best stuff for baseball prospectus. You if you don't follow him, but yeah, you know, uh, it's been a long day already. Uh, but he, he writes some great stuff. Give him a follow. He's a, he's a really great guy. Um, but he, he tweeted something really funny. Nick Maton and Cody Clemens have the exact same load in their stance. And, and they have the, the same like stance as well, uh, which is very funny that they were included in the same trade for one another and both of them mm. hit lefty. It's just very, really interesting. Makes you think a little bit. Um, but, you know, Clemens is, is, is very interesting. I will always and forever be on this train of Simone Muziati is like so much better than he'll ever get credit for. Uh, and it's just that he hasn't stayed healthy. Um, you know, and Matt Winkleman is also on this train. We bring up Matt every single podcast, but he's also yeah. just the Another, greatest of all time. Fantastic, uh, He's fantastic. Um, but Simone Muziati is, is, is arguably a top 10 prospect in the system and should be ranked probably higher than that. He just has a hard time staying healthy, but I mean, he is a playmaker. He is a difference maker. Uh, you know, he's fast. He's got an amazing glove, makes a lot of contact um, and has showcased some power at the end of last year. So where is he? Is he really, AA or AAA at the moment? He's going to be AAA this year. So oh, see, I can't really, wait to go Lehigh Valley on the... He and Johan Rojas are going to make one of the I'm, best defensive outfields I'm gonna Lehigh see, Valley has ever seen. I'm going to see him, Weston Wilson, Rojas, there's some some pitcher. I'm see these guys I'm watching now that I'm getting excited about. I'm like, yeah, these guys they've been triple A when I'm when I'm gonna go there and see them. So now you see why I love minor league baseball. Yeah, is, I'm getting yeah, I'm, really... I'm getting there, Alex. You know, after my visit in January to Lehigh and, and now going to see a game, I'm 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 excited. You know, I'm watching these guys going to be seeing you guys soon and watching them progress as well. Uh, of course Scotty Kingery will be there. Uh probably will be uh, with the one man fan club going, Scotty. But you're going to see there's a lot of guys that are going to be there that that are legitimate. You know, they have a case yeah. to make the major league club. Mark Appel is probably going to be there. Um, you know, you're going to see Michael Plasmeyer. You're going to see who knows what's going to happen with the rotation, you know, further into the season. Maybe Bailey Falter, um, 
you know, goes goes down if Andrew Painter is is really succeeding, um, and they don't feel a need to you know limit his innings all that much. Um, you know, maybe Bailey Falter goes down, he'll be there, and he is a Triple A legend. Um, Bailey Falter is like one of the best Triple A pitchers to ever exist. Um, yeah. He really he he nails it. Um, but like you'll see. Um, who else? Maybe Cody Clemens will be there. Um, you know, lots of guys that like now. I feel like the 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 fan base is getting to know. Johan Rojas is going to be there. Simone Muziani is going to be and there. He's been excited. Like, Some of those outfield players Rojas has made has been unreal. You know, wow. Oh, and you know who else? Carlos De La Cruz. Who? Oh, is, what a big guy! What, what a, a giant! And he can crush that. He can mash the ball. But that's the thing. These are you know these are guys that you know a couple years ago nobody was really talking about that now could be seen as real difference makers on this club. Carlos De La Cruz learned to hit out of nowhere, by the way, um, which I'm attributing to, again, this remarkable uh, leap in, in uh, just organizational depth and, yeah. uh, you know, organizational knowledge. Um, but he learned to hit out of nowhere. It was long thought that he would never make enough contact for his stature and his power to matter. Lo and behold, he last year hit over, I think, 300 across two levels in the minors, which who could have ever predicted? And now, like, hitting home runs in big league spring training, which is, to me, already a W for, for, for that. Absolutely. Case. But, yeah. like, he's now getting reps at first base. There is a real chance that he could be the guy when Reese Hoskins likely departs. He could be the guy that they look at on the depth chart and say, hey, if, if Kyle Schwarber or Nick Castellanos or Alec Bohm can't handle first base or maybe Alec Bohm's glove is too good at third base, maybe he's the guy. I, I don't know, but I, yeah, I... That's an interesting one. Yeah, it's one it's to keep really, in mind. So he's another guy that... He, Johan Rojas, if Johan Rojas can learn to hit, I mean, good Lord, uh, that is a that's a really special player. You want oh. to talk about, you know, whew, yeah, really that, yeah two Superman grabs in the outfield already in spring. And like three, three or four even. He is, yeah. he's been insane. Like, yeah, he, he's exciting. He he's a player. Yeah, like you said, who can he get stole sixty two bases started. last year. So you know, Unreal. if he can just get on base, he will. You know, he'll just steal so many bags. I mean, the guy he's had two already, like, hasn't he? I know he's definitely had one. I think like he's that. had two. He, he swiped like 43 consecutive bases. And with these new rules now, year. this pickoff rule, he should be. He'd run rampant. Fun. He'd run rampant. Yep. Like... So the Phils lose JT, Schwarber, Turner, Soto, Stubbs, Walker, Alvarado, and Suarez this week to the uh, World Baseball Class. They've just come home healthy, boys. I am, you know, I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> um, yeah, yay. Uh, me too. <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm excited, as you all know, for Team GB and the history we're about to make in the in the competition. But I, my, you know, my mind's on those boys. I'm going to be nervous at every at bat for our fields players because I just want to see them all come back, nice and healthy. Is, for, is Gabe playing for uh, GB? No, he's not. He's not. Okay, he, he's, okay. He's Probably because he was. Uh, yeah, his fitness was an issue at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Gabe's had some good outings for the Phils, and he's had two walks uh, and a ground. Another guy, another guy that I I really think they could uh, look to for the first base uh, oh. vacancy should ah. it should it occur. 
I would uh, a big year for Gabriel Rincon. It's not only Years. because of what he brings for us this side of the, of the pond, and you know, being a UK representative, but he's got real potential. Real, he's getting a potential. lot. He's getting a lot of attention. He, and, with, he is. and I hope he's not listening because I don't want to psych him out. But not for, he, friend of the pod, of course, he's been on the pod before. You know, when he was course. when he was first drafted, and with the uh, losing so many players to the World Baseball Classic, we're going to see a few more fringe players playing especially in the split squad games so we may see more of gabriel and i i hope he gets that chance i know he's taken two free walks already but uh i wonder if in his mind he's tempted just to let one go you know <laughs> and he, just to get ahead and, and get i would away. love that for me just so that i can get a get a real because the the big thing with him when he was drafted was you know his his advanced batted ball data was really good um and i would love to be able to take a look at that uh because that that yeah, would be nice. I, I'm excited. He's getting a lot of attention. I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, a quick one, Alex, as well. Friday night's game was two hours twenty-two minutes, with including what eleven pitching changes, nineteen hits, seven home runs. What are, What are you making the rules? For me personally, I'm getting used to it still. Uh, at, at nighttime, it's going to come in handy because the games are going to be finished by probably two o'clock in the morning, which means I'll still get a eh, pretty decent amount of sleep. Uh, but what are you making of the new rules so far, especially the pitch clock, which is causing uh, all the controversy at the moment? I love them. I love them. I yeah. do. I think that uh, I think a lot of people are going to be, I mean, you make any big change in any game and people are going to get, you know, whatever about it. But I sincerely believe that the pitch clock is the answer that they have been looking for, for pace of play. Um, and I think that it, it makes a ton of sense. 15 seconds is not a small amount of time. It is a perfectly reasonable amount of time to, you know, get set and get the baseball and just throw it. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and I do think that they, some things need to change in terms of how they explain these things during the game. So it needs to become more obvious what is going on, uh, just so that it's more viewer friendly. What is going on? Yeah. Like, who makes the infraction, what the penalty is, et cetera, et cetera. But I think that all this time wasting and all of this mind gaming and things of that nature, like it, it was about time. It was about time that it went because it was becoming too much. And now that expression, that, that self-expression, you know, the, the, whatever, the fixing uniforms or, or drawing something on the plate or anything like that, that can all be done when you take your swing start mm -hmm. showboating yeah. more like start making more of like start making more of it start bat flipping more make that product more exciting but the 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 ultimate the ultimate goal of the pitch clock is just get the baseball and go and that to me i think that is a better yeah, version it, of the it, game it's more action you know and yeah. the bigger bases the shift gone they're expecting more balls in play the shift gone in action the shift leaving isn't even like that big of a deal we just saw the other day there you can still shift in the outfield yeah, you twins, can still twins yes the, against yeah. joey gallo the the was it the oh i can't remember what team it was a, a, a team brought an out you know an outfielder from left field over to right field to take part in an outfield shift which is still welcomed in the game you can still do that granted you leave the entirety of left field open so if mm. somebody hits an opposite field anything you know yeah you basically if, can if, see the run through the gap it's a double or a triple isn't it it's probably a or an inside the park or inside the pocket like depending, it, on who it is, yeah. depending on who it who is hitting yeah so i i mean 
it's really not that big of a deal and people are freaking out over it but it's not that much of a strategic difference and you can still have you know once once the ball is in play guys are allowed to move so you know you can you can go wherever you want so you get if you think it's going to be a, a, a you know if it's a shift happy or a pull happy left-handed hitter as soon as that ball gets released from the pitcher's glove you can start running over like it, it yeah it doesn't matter so i don't know i think i think people are making such a big deal out of all these changes that ultimately are going to be really really good for the game of baseball in my opinion i think by even april and early may people would have forgotten about it the yeah. the rule changes you know they'll be on to something we'll be all on to something else uh right. like i said in the middle of the night for us over here the, these games finishing early are going to be a godsend for us no more yeah. three four a.m finishes we're going to be done by what if the games are starting at quarter to 12 now which they are the new times they're going to be done by before two this is great yeah. And I also, I, I, I will say the the game ending on infractions is a bit dull. So that there probably should be some sort of ninth inning rule put in place. Um, or maybe that you get a little extra time, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in the ninth or, or, or something of that nature. The game ending on an infraction is, is, is probably yeah. the wrong choice. Um, but past that, I mean, everything feels great to me. Uh, just, personally but i know that there are a lot of other people that think very different things so oh yeah yeah and, and everyone everyone is absolutely entitled to that opinion surely and, and different that's the great thing about baseball everyone's got so many different ways of watching the game and what they like about the game because it is so Indeed. versatile it's such a versatile sport i love it yeah exactly and we all love it for different reasons as well which is just makes it so unique uh, Alex, that is about it. The field's about to start against the Blue Jays. Hopefully another seamless inning from Zach Wheeler. And we'll... Uh, I don't know. The result never matters in the spring, does it? But it's always nice to see the Phils win, you know? You know, it's it's nice to see a positive above 500 record. It's, you know... See us yeah, pop, in, right. pop of the Grapefruit League. You know, Grapefruit parade, League champions, perhaps. Parade, parade that Grapefruit down Broad Street, you know? It's... Do you remember, you remember in the... Was it 2021 that they were they were like 17 and three or something? Yeah, we won it, didn't maybe? we? We had the worst season. I think ever. so. I think so. We did. We and won then, it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was. Yeah, that so, was that was all for nothing. But it, look, it looks like yeah. doing better in the Grapefruit League leads to because the Marlins won the Grapefruit League pennant last year, and then <laughs> they, they, they the Marlins did. Here. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, your results really do mean nothing. Uh, we will uh, we will catch up next week where we'll be about halfway through spring. We'll be at the halfway point. We'll be halfway closer to the new season. Uh, we've got some preview pods coming up with the other, other NL East accounts. We'll have a roundtable. That is coming up soon. Uh, more guests lined up as well. And of course, me and Alex will be going new through spring and the start of the new season, which is right on the horizon now uh but that is all if you've watched and liked what you've seen please hit that like and subscribe button and of course if you've listened on the podcast keep listening and hopefully you're enjoying the content as well uh alex anything else to uh on your mind before we finish up ring the bell dave that's the only oh, thing ring the bell. all right so from i'll take it out then from alex ring the bell and from myself dave Shaw, ring the bell see you guys soon goodbye